The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Good morning, everybody. I'm Ashley Nicole Moss. This is Brandon Marshall, and welcome to Paper Out. Brandon and I are both. Are we tired? Are we both tired? I feel like I, we're both tired. I'm tired. I'm a little tired too. You're I still like recovering from I'm New York. I'm still recovering from New York. I just feel like I haven't really gotten all. You know, like when you travel and your sleep schedule's off, right. and then you try to like get a nice sleep when you get back, but there's so much like you, to do. You couldn't get that. Yeah, like I feel like I've I've just not been able to really get a good solid eight hours. There's just so much to do, so much to catch up on. Yeah. I've been gone for so many days. It's just not. It's not what I thought it would be. I'm you know so what? tired, but I'm okay. You, you can't, We're you here. can't, you, you can't get too tired because we got uh, more football tonight. We do. We got Thursday fo- night football. Yeah, Thursday night football. I'm yeah. excited. I'm not excited about this one, but this one I'm I'm, I'm really interested in because that's I think that it's going to say a lot about these two teams. We'll learn a lot about it from these two teams, but it is too early. Yeah. Remember, first four weeks, way too early. I'm I'm excited to to for this game only because the Eagles are playing. I like to scope out the competition a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to see where they're at, see if they're doing You're what. Nervous? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, not nervous in the slightest. Shout out to Nagin with the new mugs, paper route mugs. Oh, I can pour my got, ice coffee. Before we in move here. forward, we're going to do this, okay? Good morning, guys. We have to say one thing that we're grateful for. I'm grateful for Nagin getting these nice paper route mugs. And Nagin, how the hell did you do this? Where'd you get them from? Guess what mm-hmm. she said, Keon? Walgreens. What am I grateful Walgreens. for? I'm grateful for big hoop earrings because I have big ears. So when I put these on, my ears are going to look less big. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm grateful for. So whoever created oversized earrings, thank you very much. And guys, stop telling me on social media that I have big ears. I know. That's okay. I still pull guys, though, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, can't hate on what is not an issue. Listen, we got a really jam-packed show today. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sleep-deprived. <laughs> we um we have a really jam. Thank you for the zoom in, BC. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> we have a really jam-packed show today. Um, Aaron Rodgers speaks out for the first time since his devastating season-ending Achilles injury. Peyton Manning finally got himself a quarterback. We yep. have some... Um, 
interesting Baker Mayfield news. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but we'll dive right into it and start with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jets QB Aaron Rodgers make, made his first statement following the devastating and season-ending Achilles injury yesterday. He did it last night around 6 p.m. The photo shows Aaron Rodgers holding the American flag during the opening of Monday night's game at MetLife Stadium against the Buffalo Bills. And the caption was a bunch of his emotions and thanking people for reaching out. And he said that he's, quote, completely heartbroken about the situation. But the ending of the caption was probably the strongest part of it, I would say. And he said, quote, the night is darkest before the the dawn and I shall rise yet again. Proud of my guys, one and oh. Yes, sir. Um, Ashley, for me, Reading this yesterday, uh, one, it inspired me, right? Um, I would say as a entrepreneur, um, you know, there's tough times. And so, like, this inspired me and it made me realize, like, how uh, how um, how blessed we are as athletes to be in position to really inspire people, right? Like, when you're in it, you really don't realize the, the reach that you have and the mm-hmm. impact that you have. You, I mean, you do. But it's like, man, you know, it's like so many people coming up to you all the time saying, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And it's like you you don't really feel that connection. Uh, so I felt that. And I also felt uh, for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't know if he'll rise again to the Aaron Rodgers that we know him to be. He's okay. turned and, and, I, and, I, and it, it sucks. And this is this is painful uh, thinking about this. It's devastating. But he's turning 40. That's hard for right? you to say because you're an Aaron Rodgers fan and a Jets fan. Jets fan. Uh-huh. So it's like, <clears throat> you know, rise again, absolutely. But what Aaron Rodgers will we get? And the reason why that's a painful thought is because look at this moment. You're, 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 you're Aaron Rodgers holding the American flag after all of this amazing uh, 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 just energy this offseason. You're September 11th, right, representing New York and the entire country and the entire world watching, you know, and, and, and looking at this moment, and you go down after four plays, right? Like, this may be one of the most devastating football yeah, it was, uh, stories that we've ever seen. It was, it was bad. And, I mean, it was just so it, – it was almost like it was written – I, I hate to say script because we're always talking about the NFL script. Was but, it in the script? Please but, tell me it wasn't no, in the script. No, but, like, when you really, like, sit back and just – I say script because it was so, like um, – it was like a movie, essentially, because it was – 9-11, you know, the city, and they did a beautiful, um, you know, opening to Monday Night Football and, you know, honoring those who lo- we lost in 9-11, honoring the first responders who were first on the scene, you know, all of the, you know, NYPD, FDNY, um, and, you know, that being in New Jersey and just being filled with New Yorkers and, and New Jerseyans. You know, it hits a little bit differently. That's you know, right. I vividly remember 9-11 like it was yesterday. Like, I wish I could forget it, but I vividly remember it like it was yesterday. And I remember what, you know, the, the city felt like. I remember what the energy felt like. And every year on the anniversary, you know, you can you, you feel that collectiveness between the tri-state. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we always make jokes about New Jersey, New York. I do at mm-hmm. least. But on that day, you know, you, you feel it because we were all just one. Right. And it was a beautiful opening, holding the American flag. You got goosebumps. The, the stadium's lit up with green lights, and they do the fireworks, and the jets fly over. And it was beautiful. And, 
you know, it was a perfect opening to this new chapter for the yeah. Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers. And within 60 seconds, 72 seconds of the game, it's over. It right. just, it doesn't seem, it didn't seem real. Like you could hear a pin drop. Um, but it's unfortunate because now you're posed with the question. You're right. He is almost 40, yeah. you know, an Achilles injury, you know, at back. 40 is hard. He'll, and he'll We've be, seen yep. players come back from it. We see, I've seen players come back from it in the NBA, but they're not nearly the same. Yeah. And, and, and the thing, the thing about this is, uh, you know, Achilles injuries, he'll, he'll be, he can be back in six months playing, right? Right. He really can. It's, it's like six to eight weeks. Yeah. Well, no, six to eight months to come back. From, oh, okay. Like six to eight weeks back. to heal. But, but there's, yeah. There's so many athletes that we've had come through here and get on our tables for recovery from an ACL uh, Achilles, um, and they'll be out there playing, or they, and they'll come back a year later and stay like, it's still nagging. It's still nagging, right? Like, can we try the laser? Can we try dry needling? Can we try bringing another guru? So it affects you for a very long time. And, and, and some people may be looking at Aaron Rodgers like, well, he's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So... This this shouldn't be able to affect him. Is, is his arm okay? Is his arm okay? But what makes Aaron Rodgers special and what separates Aaron Rodgers from everyone else is his ability to move in the pocket, mm-hmm. his ability to extend the play, his ability to get outside. And he, he's always picking up. He used to kill us so much when I was in Chicago, playing him twice a year. It's third and ten. And he gets out the pocket. Julius Peppers may miss him, or Izzy may miss him. And then he finds a way to escape and then go pick it, go pick up 12, 13 yards. Third and 15. I've seen this man pick up a third and 15 in a crucial moment with his legs. Aaron Rodgers, we don't talk about Aaron Rodgers a lot as a dual threat, but the dude gets it done on that end. And it's in the most trying time. So, Ashley, I, I know he'll come back. For he'll sure. probably be under center next year, depending, depending on what Zach Wilson do. Depending. Don't look like that. Depending on what Zach Wilson do, but will it be the same? I don't think it'll be the same. And 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 it doesn't mean we can't get it done. But damn, man, we're gonna be sitting back saying, like, remember that year. Remember that year. That was the year we had everything going. A young sauce gardener and the defense flying high. And then all Br- Brees Hall. You see Brees Hall? Did you yeah. you were there at the game? Yeah. You got a running game and you got Jarrett Wilson? Come on. Ha! Huh. All right, Ashley, I'm sorry. Faction Talk Channel 103. <laughs> We're on YouTube here. Ashley Nicole Moss, still recovering from New York Fashion Week. And myself, the last three nights I've been getting in the bed at 3 in the morning. Wow. So I'm well, recovering as well. Listen, before we move away from Aaron Rodgers real quickly, I mean, the Packers have to also be feeling, you know, not great because that first-round pick is dependent on Aaron Rodgers playing Woo. 65% of the offensive plays, I believe. That's not going to happen. He continues to <laughs> stab <laughs> the Packers. My uh, goodness, maybe that was a bad analogy, but golly, Aaron Rodgers continue to take shots at him. <laughs> so that's not going to happen for the Green Bay Packers. So oh, man. he continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. Um, moving on, Peyton Manning's probably feeling really good today. He Is finally he? got himself a quarterback for the quarterback series on Netflix, the upcoming season two of the series. If you remember, Peyton Manning spoke to Variety, and we discussed it here on this show, about how he was struggling to find quarterbacks who wanted to do season two of the show. He said, quote, I'd love for someone to call us back and say, I want to do it. I had three starting quarterbacks tell me no yesterday, so I'm swallowing my pride. Well, 
Peyton got himself a QB, and he goes by the name of Matthew Stafford. How you feel about that, Brandon? Uh, not interested. I like Matthew Stafford, but what have you have you ever seen Matthew Stafford in a commercial and saw his personality? Have you ever seen Matthew Stafford do any interviews? Have you ever seen Matthew Stafford do anything? You know what? I am interested. I'm sorry. I correct myself in real time. Because we haven't seen this, Ashley, it can be interesting. We want to learn about Matthew Stafford. Who is this guy? Who is he? Give me one thing. Tell me one thing about Matthew Stafford. I would be if they're. Oh, I, I didn't ask that question. Ask me. Tell me one thing about Matthew Stafford that you know of. Like, oh, that's cool. Tell me something about uh, Joe Burrow, Ashley. He likes Kid Cudi. Just yeah. Like what about L- Lamar Jackson? What do you? Anything cool about Lamar Jackson outside of football? He's from Pompano. And one more, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Give me one thing. No, give me something about Dak Prescott. You know oh, Dak. Oh, I know Patrick Mahomes put cat, puts ketchup on a steak. Okay. Oh, you know, know a little bit about Patrick I Mahomes. Anything that. about That's Dak gross. Prescott? One more, Dak Prescott. Dak can line dance. Dak can line dance. Now yeah. tell me anything, chat. Keon, you over there sitting there. You, where is your little microphone? Tell me anything about Matthew Stafford. What do you know? Tell me what team he played for last year, Keon. He don't know. I'm messing with you, but no. He Ashley, did. He did technically. <laughs> Engel. No, he didn't play in Detroit last year. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, Key. He's well, he Keon low key plays in the hood now. Inglewood. <laughs> but no, Ashley. This is a big. This is actually a big get for him, right? Because, you know, I think we all know. Actually, no. I will say this will be kind of interesting. You know why? Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Matthew Stafford, when the Rams won the Super Bowl. Don't tell me about that. There was the video of him drinking tequila out of the bottle, I believe it was. Like, he looks like he is a partier. He was drinking, I think it was Casamigos or Don Julio, straight out the bottle with his shirt off. And I was very impressed because I did not think Matthew Stafford had that in him. I thought he was like a Kirk Cousins. No, I mean, well, Kirk probably drink a little wine, a little wine. Uh, Matthew Stafford reminds me of like a frat boy. He probably could be mean at beer pong. So again, look, Peyton Manning finally got his quarterback like Ashley said, um, quarterback after quarterback has said, no, 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 no. And I think that Peyton Manning called him personally and said, I absolutely need this. So I'm not surprised that it's a veteran guy. He probably played in a Pro Bowl or two with him. Ashley, um, there's two quarterbacks that I saw when I when, when this news broke. I was like, you know what? I actually want to see and, and hear from Jordan Love. Or what about Jimmy G? Uh, no, I'd definitely of, watch if Jimmy G was on. Right now, let's let's go. <laughs> let's start with let's start with Jordan Love, and then Jordan I want to get your I thoughts pass. on Jimmy G. Well, think about it though. This is a good look for Jordan Love. Why wouldn't you do this? Everyone's doubted you for the past two years, right? Mm-hmm. You've been questioned. Okay, Aaron Rodgers leave. Now you're you're giving the keys to the franchise. Who are you? This is a great moment for you to come out and say, "I'm gonna have a great year." He's off to a great start. Went, went to Chicago, beat Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now. What type of person are you? This could be really good for his brand. And then Jimmy G, obviously, like, he's just, he's another guy that's quiet but cool. And you know a little bit about Jimmy G, but do we really know Jimmy G? I don't really care if just Jimmy G just sits still in front of the camera during his episodes. I don't even need him to speak. <laughs> I just really don't. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Why do you? I think Jimmy G is so handsome. He's the Italian stallion. That's would you, would you date him? For sure, I would date Jimmy Garoppolo. He's uh, so handsome. Yeah, have you? Have I don't you, think I'm his type, though. I think he likes his girls a little bit more. Um, like you? No, uh, <laughs> that was the word. 
<laughs> a different profession than I'm in. <laughs> just do it like oh, that. Oh, what is he like? Uh, what is the only fan model? <laughs> a different profession. Um, Dang, no, but Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo would be great. I mean, I think the women viewership would go up. I would like to see him in his like fashion endeavors. He's done stuff with like GQ and stuff he's like that. He's not fashionable. He's not fashionable, but he's done like you can get him there. He's put him in a. He's put him in like suits oh, wow. and he's been on GQ and stuff like. You, you can you get can, him there. You can wear whatever you want when you have his face. No, you, know you can't. Mean? No, you, you. So you mean to tell me you go on a date with Jimmy G and then he just pulls up just like with some dusty converse? I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> like, I I don't. I usually like black guys. Like that's my okay, type. Okay. But I there's a, every now and then there's a few exceptions to the rule and Jimmy Garoppolo is one. You know what it is though? He's like very dark features, like dark hair, dark yeah. brown eyes. I don't really like blondes. But yeah. he's very like Italian looking. Do we have any pictures of Jimmy G that we can potentially? He's very throw Italian up looking. A Travis. See, Kelsey. I don't. Travis Kelsey doesn't do it for me. Travis Kelsey doesn't do it for me. I would party with Travis Kelsey for sure. Yeah, he seems to have a good time. He looks like he would be so much fun to party with. Mm -hmm. But I don't. Jimmy, he doesn't. Jimmy, Travis doesn't do it for me. You know mm. what I mean? So there's All that. Right. Well, um, well, hopefully he gets his guys. You know, he's behind the eight ball. It's a good series, and it's unfortunate that guys don't want to do it. So hopefully uh, Peyton Manning can make the call, Eli, um, and get guys to commit before it's too late. Listen, before I tee up this story, do we have the remote in the studio so we can go ahead and hear this audio as our audience, as the chat is hearing this audio? Because this is going to be a big story. Well, Keon, you had the remote. One second, guys. Stand by. Shout out to everybody's out there tuning in uh, to Paper Route here on Faction Talk Channel 103. I'll take it, Keon. It's okay. We're on All right. Team. So this story here is uh, the definition of hot mic, hot mic, you got a hot mic. All right. A Bills reporter was caught talking trash about Stefan Diggs, but he didn't realize that the mics were still on. And it picked up everything he said. Before we play the video, I'm going to read you a quote, and then we can watch the whole thing. He said, quote, There's no control over Stefan Diggs. Dude's going to do what he wants to do. He'll look in my face and say, F you. That's how he treats everybody. Roll the clip. I think they're trying for Steph. Steph and Micah is who they're trying for. Hey, Across there's the no time. control of yeah. Steph on Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude's going to do what he wants to do. He'll look at my face and say, F you. Man, I used to be like that too with reporters until I realized it was like, <laughs> oh, Brandon was telling a story about how he my used to mic be, was hot. <laughs> my hot, hot mic. You see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Damn, um, woo, BC, y'all ain't hear me talking. <laughs> <laughs> but as Brandon was saying during his hot mic moment, he said he too used to be like this. Explain. explain. Damn, that was off the mic. That was not supposed to be on. Well, air. now you gotta explain because they heard you. Um, no, I mean when I was younger, when I was younger, I didn't understand the relationship needed uh with the media mm -hmm. and men and women on the beat right so every day after practice for for those out there maybe two or three people out there that may not know 
after not just after games, but after every practice, Monday through Friday, there's men and women on the beat. There's cameras in your face. You come off from the practice field, or maybe you're about to go out depending on your team's schedule. You can be in towels. You could be going in the shower, and there's 20, 30 reporters there, cameras. And so every single day, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're not only with your teammates, but you're with these reporters and it's the same reporters, right? Mm -hmm. So they, you built a relationship with them, good or bad. And, and they're there every single day, like I said. So uh, when I was younger, it was this combative relationship. And those reporters, like that lady that you heard, she's probably going to be the ones out there like, She's the one that's probably going extra. Like, let me dig a little deeper on 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 this relationship. And you'll see, oh, uh, a little information come out. Who is it coming from? Probably her. But then there's probably people that he's treating good. Like, I'm not saying, I don't know, I'm not there. But let's say this is somewhat true. And then there's uh, reporters in Buffalo that treats him well. That reporter won't go as far, dig as deep to go pack, unpack some dirt. Right. Because he has a relationship with them. They kind of protect you at times, but mm. they still do their job. So for me, I didn't understand that relationship um, early, Ashley. But when I got to the Chicago Bears, what I did is I found the the nastiest, the toughest, uh, the, the most ruthless reporters or they had that type of uh, uh, history. And I would actually lean in more. Yeah. Right? Like I even bought a reporter some 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 shoes before. It's like, bro, your shoes ain't good. I, I called him out in real time. I mean, your shoes, bro, why are you wearing those shoes? I got you, bro. Tomorrow, boom, I gave him that. And so what happened is they start giving me grace. Like one time in New so York, I got you bought your way into good reviews. Well, it's just like, just I like, really, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like New York, one time. So the first year, everything was awesome in New York. The second year, we imploded, right? So the first year, they gave me like media darling of the year. You know, they give you these awards. And then the second year, we imploded, right? So now it's getting sticky. I got into it with maybe like, uh, you know, Revis or somebody on a plane after we got our ass kicked in Buffalo mm -hmm. and it, it came out. Right. So Rich Chimini was about to run the story. But I was like, Rich, like you can't run the story if you haven't heard the other side. And I also asked that you, you know, take your time while you, you know, you gather your information. And Rich took his time and the story came out and the story was perfect. Right. It had his side, it has my side, it had the team side, et cetera, et cetera. So built relationships. I mean, listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion about how they feel about a player. We all can't like everybody. Um, when you are a beat reporter, though, it obviously gets a little bit sticky because unlike a national reporter where you're reporting on multiple teams, maybe all teams in the NFL, when you are a beat reporter, you are strictly tied to that organization, yeah, that franchise, that's your job. those players. So. If they don't like you or the main guy, one of the main guys, one of the star players is not a fan, um, makes it, it, it makes your job a lot more difficult than you would like it to be because what? you're not he's not going to speak to you. You're not going to get those quotes for him. You're not going to get that right. inside information. And then directly your job is um, directly tied to being able to do those things. So I'm sure she's not if he already did not like this reporter. He definitely don't like the supporter now. So um, don't know how you go ahead and rectify this situation. It's going to be a little bit sticky. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, and, and correction, correction, it wasn't Darrell Revis. It was Sheldon Richardson. And that fucking guy stole a lot of money from us and <laughs> didn't do your job. I'm still crushed about it. We can move on, though. Sorry. Well, damn. Okay. No, we were really good. And then they, we, they do your job, bro. Go. It's okay, Brandon. You can let it out. It's over. All right, go. Woosa. Here Usa. we go. <laughs> the sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Sleep deprivation. It's a real thing. 
All right. Well, listen, Alex Rodriguez, he may not be good in the hood anymore. Okay. So according to a new ESPN report, Alex Rodriguez told federal agents nine years ago that three MLB All-Stars, Manny Ramirez, Ryan Braun, and one unnamed player were PED clients of Biogenesis founder Anthony Bosch. Now, in 2014, the then New York Yankees star had been summoned by the feds as part of their investigation into the Biogenesis of America clinic. Rodriguez was granted what is called queen for a day status that prevented any information he shared that could not be used against him later in legal proceedings. So anything he said that day could not be used against him later on legally. So Rodriguez had no point, had no um, choice rather, but to tell the truth or he would have been in big trouble if he were caught lying to the feds. I believe that is what they call perjury. Um, Brandon, A-Rod, he's allegedly an informant. Yeah. He's no longer good in the hood. If he had a hood card, he Th- can't use it anymore. Th- this is new information? This is new news? This is I new thought, news. He, I thought he already went through this. No, it, he went through the proceedings and all that stuff, but a new ESPN report came out yesterday, I believe, or this week, and it revealed that Alex Rodriguez was one of the informants in the case against... He flipped um, state? He... He had no choice but to. They, what you he, mean they, you have a choice? You do the crime, do the time. They gave he him. He wasn't going to jail. There was an investigation into Biogenesis of America, which was a clinic that was um, providing PEDs to famous clients. And he was called in part of the investigation. Queen for the day basically means that anything you say in that. Queen? It's called Queen for a day. So basically <laughs> oh, what it means is that anything you say information-wise to agents cannot be used against you later in legal proceedings. So you're 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 free. But anything you say does help them in their investigation against other people in which they're investigating. In this case, Ryan Braun, like I said, an unnamed player, and Manny Ramirez. Yeah. So um, uh, th- not great for A-Rod. I got sent this uh, article yesterday from a friend, and uh, I just, like, I, I, don't, I didn't care to read it, mm-hmm. right? Because I remember this back in the day. What, what years was this? Was this, like, 2008, 2009 days? Yeah, where, he got called in 2014, but I believe it happened around, like, two. Yeah, like so there was a, a lot of guys' names when... came up. And uh, there was an interesting guy connected to, ba- uh, this is all I'm going to say, there was an interesting guy that's connected to basketball, like, some of the most biggest names in basketball also uh, indicted or a part of this, right? And um, I, I'm just going to leave it at that, you know, but uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. I mean, granted, I don't know Did if Did you know is... what I, you know what I'm talking about? You were just talking basketball or baseball? Yeah, like this report. So this report come out, came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there was other, like, names that came out. And so there was a, a trainer a link to... A oh, bunch... this one was only about baseball, though. No, okay, well, it's the same one, but go ahead. Oh. Okay, then we'll talk about that later because I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know what that is. Um, well, I'm just, I'm just struggling because I don't, you know, I don't. It's if like it's in they the did article, the report. And it was just snitching. like, well, we had to look at the guy. Yeah, but it's like, because there's so many times. This is why I'm struggling because, like, basically, it's like, look, this person was implemented to this person, but we did our re- our work and nothing came back, right? And so, but you put his name in there. And, and a couple guys' names in there. Well, if his and name so now in the it's article by, by association. you repeating it, you're not telling. It's in the article. Okay, but here's the problem, though. Sometimes uh, uh, people in the media, 
do a terrible ass job, right? Because as a, a, a prominent person or person with a platform, athlete, artist, or whoever, guilty by association. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and public opinions, when you come out and it's like, oh, this person is linked to that. There's going to be some people, say a million people see it. There might be 300,000 people to say, oh, snap, I remember this person. They did drugs. And then two years go by and an investigation is finished. And what comes back is they had nothing to do with it. And then all of a sudden you still, you're still, I mean, not all of a sudden, but you're still left with these couple hundred thousand people that still think that you're associated with this or you did something wrong. So. I just didn't want to add to it. All right. Well, I mean, going so. back to this situation, I know some people will say he snitched. I mean, it, you didn't really have a choice in this sense. And, and Why not? Well, because it's perjury if you are caught lying to the feds. Then, then, then. Why don't you just tell the truth and say I did this? Just talk about yourself. Why do you got to talk about? Because they else? brought him in to ask him about specifically the biogenesis of America clinic and what he knew had he not um, divulged all that information and it came back that he knew more than he shared then you also are now in a situation and again these guys weren't going to jail like you yeah. can't you can't plead the fifth you're not on the stand that's not how that works <laughs> again this wasn't a, a criminal case this wasn't a case into um the players specifically this was a case into the investigation into biogenesis of america clinic so it just so happens that um manny ramirez ryan braun and an unnamed player were named as clients of this clinic but the actual investigation was about the clinic itself not about the players using peds is not a criminal offense now at the time in baseball it was um, looked down upon, but let's call a spade a spade. Jose Canseco's made it very known that this was not the first time this happened. And he was somebody who also let it be known that this has been going down in the MLB for a long time. And I can name names if you want to. Mm. So I know it may look to some people like he snitched. It wasn't that he was snitching on players. The investigation was about the clinic. And unfortunately these players went down with the cause, but the MLB and PEDs seem to go hand in hand, so it's interesting. Mm. Um, moving on to the NBA, they're coming down on load management. The NBA Board of Governors has approved a new policy that a team is unable to rest two star players in the same yes. game moving forward, sources <laughs> yeah. tell The Athletic. Now, what's interesting is what a star player is defined as. A star player is defined as one who has made an all-star or an all-NBA team in any of the pre-three any of the previous three seasons. Now, based on the NBA's new definition, here are some of the players that are considered stars under the new rules. You have Trey Young, you have Ben Simmons, you have LaMelo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Zion Williamson, which is interesting. Zion, I feel like, hasn't seen the court since he got <laughs> drafted. Um, Julius Randle, James Harden, Bradley Beal. Some people don't like this definition of star players, Why? but... This is what the definition is. And um, I'm actually very excited about the cracking down in some way, shape, or form on load management. I think it's better for the game overall. I think it's better for the fans of the game, new fans of the game. Um, I'm, I'm not mad at this at all. I'm not going to, you know, pick at you straws at about the star player definition. Why, why aren't you mad at it? Why am I not mad at it? Yeah. For a I multi- feel like it's a little contradiction, but go ahead. 
Why am I not mad at it? Yeah. A contradiction? But no, 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 go ahead. I'm not mad at it for two reasons. One, I don't believe in load management. I said this with, with Stack on the show. I think load management in its traditional form was beneficial. Load management was for guys on teams, you know, when you're playing back-to-backs on the road, things like that. It was to preserve your star player, to right. preserve, you know, but you know, in situations where, like I said, it's back-to-backs or he had a grueling game the night before and he dropped 50 and, you know, things like that, and now he's playing just less than 24 hours later. That load management I don't have an issue with. My issues with is when guys have a stomach ache and it's like, I can't play today, or I have a headache, I can't play today. You want them, you to, know, play through, you want them, you want them to play through a headache? What I'm saying is, is like load management has become an excuse just not to play guys or just to preserve them, you know, as many games as possible to only play the games that matter. Oh, we played last night against the Lakers. Now we have to go ahead and play the Kings. Um, I don't think he's going to play this game. If there's nothing wrong with you, you should be playing. Right. If we- it's not if you're not physically exhausted you sh- in a sense of a back to back you should be playing i think about what kobe bryant said i think about what jason tatum has said i think about what bam out of bio has said on our show he says all of the time these kids save up their money these people save up their money to watch me play right. i'm not gonna play a game just because it's charlotte and it's not gonna be a nationally televised game i'm gonna sit out that's not cool mm-hmm. So I think load management in its traditional form is a good thing, but it's gotten so far out of control that this is 100% necessary, and I'm not mad at it at all. Okay, cool. And and listen, I I agree with you there. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I said it's a contradiction a little bit because when they made the in-season tournament, you were on the other end of the spectrum. You were so far far removed from the thought of us – you know, uh, uh, entertaining this or embracing this. I still am. Well, because this is the problem. This is they, they have to do these things because these guys aren't playing. The product from November, December, January when they when they start preseason to March, mid April, it's trash. It's mm-hmm. trash. And and I, I just recall when we were talking about that, you were like, well, I'm still a fan. I'm still going to watch the games. For why, sure. why are we watching the games when put the list back up and, and some of these guys aren't even there? It makes no sense to me. And so, I, I, you know, I said I that. Mean, not to be I a- said that because <laughs> the NBA product, like, you you know, I keep saying this, the NBA product sucks. And now you have the NBA, um, Adam Silver, and, and, and everybody involved trying to fix this problem. If they're playing, the game is good. Like, look at the game in 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 uh, May. Look at the game in playoffs. Like, it's 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 a freaking phenomenal product. So they, I'm glad that they did this, and I, and I think there's more to come. Not to be a hater, but I'm just gonna say, I want to say, can we throw the list back up there for a second, please? I know what you're about to say. Seventy five percent of these guys, if they didn't play, I'm still watching. Like, it, it's Rip. only it's only when there's multiple star. Play- like, for example, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo don't play in a Miami Heat game. Not watching that. That's stupid. But um, if um. Fred Van Fleet and um, who else is on this? Well, they're not even on the same team. I need two players on the same team. Uh, Kyrie and Luca. Well, no, I'm not watching. That's dumb. They're the two megastars. Jared Allen, Darius Garland. 
<sighs> Messing up. Okay. Paul George. Some of these guys, like if they're not playing, that's not going to stop me from watching it. If 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 uh, Lamelo, I'm um, now Lamelo's not a good example, but like, okay, let me give you, you example. You're, 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 if James Harden's not playing in the Philadelphia 76ers, but Joel Embiid is, I'm still watching. Like that doesn't make or break the game for me. It's only when you start sitting out multiple guys. But there are some names it does on this list. It changes you think Chris the game. Paul, Chris it Paul not playing in Golden State? Yes, it changes is the gonna game. make me not it watch it. Yes, it changes. Do the I still game. have Steph? It changes the game. Do I let's, still go have back, let's go back to James Harden and Embiid because that was a really good one. It took you 20 to find I, I was trying to a find good it example. Yeah, it took you good. Took you 20 to find it because this is right. Ashley, when James Harden and Joel Embiid is not on the same. On the same on the court at the same time, it changes the no, game. No, it doesn't. He's it, not even okay, so anyway. okay, so right. Th- so let me ask you this question in football: um, Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay and uh, Adams. You'll still watch if Adams isn't playing, right? Because it's Aaron Rodgers. Yes. You'll still watch. It changes the game because no, now you're not getting now you're not getting those big plays. You're not getting you're not getting you know those amazing moments. It's will will Aaron Rodgers potentially still win the game? Yes. Will he still make big plays? Yes. But it totally changes. It's a little different when it, because of the chemistry. That's what makes these teams. It's a sweet, little different. It's us together. If if jo- if James Harden is not playing in a 76ers game, what Joel Embiid is, I'm still watching. You James can still Harden, watch it, James but it, Harden, it does change the game. James, it affects the game. Let's be honest. James Harden nine times out of ten is a non-factor, so it's not going to change. But much. if James, let's say James Harden is doing his job right, so this is why it changes the game because. James Harden not playing, now we're just taking him out, and you're probably not getting what you want out of Joel Embiid. You're probably not even getting the product because now it's easy to double him or uh, uh, strategize against him. Maybe. But if James Harden is doing his job, he's hitting his shots, he's getting other people involved, he's running the, the, the point guard position the way he should be, then it opens it up for everyone sure. else, and it makes the game if I get, more exciting. If I get James Harden that cares, for sure. If, but if I don't, then it's not really making Come on, say it. Say it. If I'm I get with you when you're right, B. No, if I get James Harden that cares. Chris Paul not playing in Golden State, are you not watching? Chris Paul changes the oh, Chris come Paul on, on the Ray. court. Yes. You're grasping at well, straws. Hold on, time out, time so out. You're First off, me, you're time telling out. me you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, but Chris Paul's not playing. Well, this playing. is a you're different story because anymore? we haven't seen him in this come on. team in this locker room. But uh uh Chris Paul in Phoenix. Oh my goodness! You take him out, and you still have, you know, uh, Katie and Devin Booker. I'm still watching Devin Booker. Yes, but what I'm saying is, Chris Paul makes the game exciting because he gets those guys better shots. He gets those guys open. He makes Aiton better. So, it are you still watching? Yes, but all of them together is like, wow. If if Chris Paul didn't go down, he they would have went to they would have won it this Ready, year. You kind of reach it with Chris Paul. You gotta reach it with Chris Paul. There, I I I'm I will agree that there are some names on here that will definitely. Make the game more exciting, and when they're not playing, it, it definitely changes the course of the game. Like if you look at all those Cavs players, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's cool by himself, but when you have all those guys together, that that Cavs team is so much fun to watch. But Chris Paul not playing does not make or break a game for me. James Harden not playing does not make or break a game for me. Maybe if you're a Seventy Sixers fan, maybe if you're a Warriors fan, maybe that that okay. makes or breaks it for you because that. Okay. lessens your chance of winning. I don't me. think it does. Give it to me. Say, B, I'm with you. Eh, you're, like. you're sort of right. I'm going to meet you halfway. <laughs> that's that's, All right, that's well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, the people have spoken. You saw as soon as you threw that graphic up, throw that graphic back up. When Ashley was introing this, mm-hmm. uh, throw that up, please, BC. And a great job, Jazz. Jazz is in his bag with these graphics. Shout out to Jazz. Phenomenal. Uh, people are, why y'all flaming uh, my guy, Ben Simmons? 
Right? So you see Ben Simmons is on the list. Go to Brooklyn. You see him? Yes. Ashley, he's three. on his list. Has he made an all-star game in the last three years? In 2021. So he has. All right, great. I when love he was, Ben. When he was you know, last in Philly. So I love Ben Simmons. Y'all know I love. I talk about him. I root for him. And I think he's going to, he's going to be the comeback player of the year. That's what he's going to be. You heard him. You heard him. But listen, why are they flaming him? That, you see our chat, paper chasers. Y'all don't like Ben Simmons? Why y'all doing him like that? He deserves to be on this list. Ben Simmons just had a little. Why we do that to people? Why we kick people when they down? People have short term memories. I think twenty twenty one seems just so far away. Um, you know, when you think about in terms of basketball and season and, and all that has happened. They said Ben Simmons should be out the NBA, let alone on this list. It's it's stop it. it. People have short term memories. Twenty twenty one is within the three year mark for the rules of this. Um, a lot has happened, obviously, since then with his career. Uh, again, right. Mark Spears did an incredible piece um, profile on yep. him recently, said that he's in phenomenal shape. So, you know, training camp starts. Yeah. Training camp starts in a couple of couple weeks. couple of weeks. It's, what is it, mid-September in two weeks, three weeks? I think the end of September. Some For some people, end of September, Woo! first week of um, October. So that's that's, you know... The verdict will be out. I mean, some people are leaning towards it. Some people are leaning against it. I'm somebody who always tries to root for the underdog. I think everybody is um, possible. Everybody has redemption in their story. It is possible. So I'm not on the Ben Simmons hate train. I think it's gotten a little bit extreme. Um, You know, people go through things. I just feel like it's it's a little bit of... Low-hanging fruit at this point. That's the term I was looking for. It's low-hanging fruit. So, Mm. moving on. Stephen A. Smith made a huge clip. Or not a huge clip. This is a huge clip. Stephen A. Smith made a huge undisputed claim. While appearing on Joe Budden's Joe Budden Network, Stephen A. Smith says that the reason he went after Shannon Sharp so quickly after the news of his undisputed departure without feeling like it was a dig at his former co-host Skip Bayless was because he, Sharp, quote, did not leave of his own volition, saying, quote, also, I'm telling you he was pushed out. Listen to this. Mm. The second that Shannon became available. Mm-hmm. And I like that you did this, by the way. Right. I like that you spoke. Hey, right. I make no qualm. I would like him over here. Mm-hmm. I like that for the business. But for the skip stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, that, that's a jab. That, that hurts. You're going to go after the co-host so soon. You didn't care. I didn't look at it that way. Got it. I would have looked at it that way if Shannon left of his own volition. I'm telling you he didn't. Oh, I'm telling okay. you he was pushed out. That's the, fr- that's the first time I've ever heard uh, that. Well, I'm telling you. And it's fact. Now, they could deny it. He wouldn't. I can promise you that. He was pushed out. He didn't want to leave. Mm. He was notified that your services would no longer be needed. But again, that's his story to tell. But I'm telling you what I know. I'm giving you facts. And so when I saw that, Mm. it wasn't just that I know the brother's talented. It wasn't just that I know he's a three-time Super Bowl champion and an NFL Hall of Famer. It wasn't just that I knew that he had been doing television the last six years. I saw me from the standpoint of I was let go in 2009 and left for dead. And they were writing my epitaph and they were like, Stephen A's career is over. He blew it. He had the opportunity of a lifetime. He, he, he effed it up and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, there was nobody in the present day Stephen A. Smith's position 
as the guy in sports media, as the executive producer for the number one sports morning show that could speak up for me at that time. Mm. And I said, this is why I'm here. It's my responsibility. So, you know, it's nothing new. When you look at Swagoo, Marcus Spears, and you see his new contract, when you see Ryan Clark and all the things that he's doing, when you see a Kimberly Martin that was a NFL reporter and now she's on television, when you see a Monica McNutt and all this stuff, like, you know what? I've, I'm at a point in time where if I don't want you on first take, you ain't coming on first take. That's it. And if I don't want you on first take and you ain't coming on first take, the likelihood is that you're going to have a problem getting on television because that's the number one morning show. And if Stephen A ain't feeling you for that show, why should we feel you for X, Y, and Z show? Mm-hmm. It's just a chain reaction. It's not that I have any sway over those other. Mm. All right. So interesting. You know, why we... Stephen A keep going on these podcasts? <laughs> what he trying to do? Don't, listen, he's in his. He trying to, he, I see what he trying to do. He's in his do. bag, I guess. Listen, this is interesting. When, I the, see your when the announcement was he made. He trying to stay relevant because he got them new media boys coming. He trying to stay cool. Ashley, I'm sorry to interrupt. Ashley, like, bro, let me get through no, this. No, go through it. Go through <laughs> it. Bro, he trying to do all the cultural, culturally relevant uh, uh, platforms, bro. I see him. He's smart. He's smart. He's smart. He's smart. Go ahead, Ash. Well, listen. Um... I threw you off. No, it's interesting because when when the announcement was made that Shannon and Skip were parting ways from Undisputed, there were a lot of theories. You know, Shannon, was Shannon leaving on his own accord? Was it Mm -hmm. the contention of Shannon and Skip, um, especially that last football season where there was a lot of, you know, um, it seemed like below the belt digs at each other. Shannon walked off set, didn't come back the next day. Skip was forced to apologize. There was a lot of things that had transpired that last season Mm -hmm. of them being together. Um, And he ended up leaving after the Super Bowl. Would you ever walk off set here? For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen. And I believe you. At least you know. <laughs> hey, that's um, what <laughs> you would do. Sometimes. Yo, you know what you do? You know what? Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm just interrupting. I'm you know when Ashley's walking off now? Y'all got to peep this now. When Ashley upset, she leaned back like that and she looked like this. Yo, and you don't talk. Okay, whatever. You got to stop doing that. When you don't like something I say, and then, yeah, see, look, 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 see, look, 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 see what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta stop that. Don't do me like that again, Ashley. Listen, anyway, let me finish before I walk off like Shannon. We had this conversation here on this show probably about a few months ago. We yeah. were trying to, you know, figure out, you know, what went wrong? Was it, you know, the relationship was beyond repair? Did it go too below the belt that there was no way back from it? You know, was it the disagreements, you know, in, in, um, you know, the Jamar Hamlin situation yeah. and then Skip throwing digs at Shannon and Shannon Tom feeling Brady like situation. it was the Tom Brady situation. And, you know, when, you know, did it just reach a point of no return? Was it a buildup? This is interesting that, that Stephen A is basically saying yeah. that if it, none of that really was even a factor that Shannon, it, it sounds like, would have stayed through all that had he not been pushed out. Right. This is interesting. What right. do you make of this? Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad because I'm I'm gaining more understanding um, <clears throat> as to why how I got thrown in it. Remember we at the Super Bowl. Oh. Remember we at the Super Bowl, and I you know I tried to holler at Shannon, and he he was like did like like ran away from me, and so that was the first time I was in that type of space with him. But before I was hitting him up, hitting him up, and he he stopped responding. I'm like, what the hell? And I had a legend hit me up and say, Yo, are you and Shannon okay? I'm like, What you mean? 
And he was like, man, he's going through some things, but this is months before he went left on the Fox show. He was like, well, I think he hot at you because, uh, you, you know, what he hearing, he's hearing is that you're trying to take his job, get his job. I'm like, I just left Fox. I just left Fox. I, I'm doing my own thing. So I'm glad that more information is coming out because, like, I always looked up to the OG, you know, and he's, to me, he's probably the best personality on TV now. You got Stephen A., but I think Shannon Sharp's been in his bag for a couple of years. Uh, so I like these two together. So I'm glad that there's more information coming out. And hopefully Shannon Sharp calls me and, and give, give me an apology because he treated me extremely rude at the Super Bowl. And I was like, OG, just talk to me. Let's talk. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? You were there, Ashley. I wasn't there when it happened. I heard the story after the fact. Okay. But anyways, though, going back to them, you know, I, you know, let's see, geez, a couple things I want to get off my chest today. Um, you know, going to this, um, listen, Stephen A. knows what he's doing. Uh, Skip Bayless is down and out. And I like I like how he rebound, bringing in you know, the guys that he brought in and also Little Wayne. But Stephen A. is trying to dominate uh, Skip and Fox. And so any opportunity he's getting, he's throwing shade on them, and he's giving this information. So it's not a good look for Skip and FS1, but it's a great move by Stephen A. Well, it is interesting. FS1 as a network is beating out ESPN in, in really? ratings. Yeah. FS1 is beating FS1 out FS1 is now more, um, I forget the terminology that they, they use, but it's more, there's more. Um, the viewership? Not the viewership. It, it's. It's being seen by more people than ESPN, meaning like more people are choosing to have FS1 as part of their like cable packages versus ESPN. Oh, that could be manipulated. But first take is still dominating dominating undisputed in the ratings. Dominating. I think it's like 400,000 to like 100,000 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Dominating. So it's interesting. Um, You know, I feel like the skip. Stephen A. Ain't Shannon nobody Saga. watching no FS1. You don't need which channel is FS1. I don't know. Ain't nobody. That's FS1 just packaging their stuff up with these different type of peacocks and uh, Paramounts and you know Samsungs. So every time somebody buys Samsung, they get an FS1. They get FS1 channel. They manipulating the numbers. Ain't nobody okay. watching no FS1. Okay. I, but FS1 is cool. I, I like Undisputed. I've, I've always been a fan. I like Nick Wright over there. I like. You know, I like Shady. I like uh, 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 Joy. I like I, li- I like a lot of those personalities over there. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Drake. <laughs> Drake, dude. Drake. I need the the I need the grimy um <laughs> headband that Soldier Boy was wearing to really get that that video like Drake. Drake. Or you can bring up um, uh, Noah. He did that. Why Noah do that in in the interview? But anyway. Well, listen, a video of. Drake, Drake is performing a video of Drake performing on stage is going viral 7 million views and counting to be exact on social media. But there's just one problem. It's not Drake. Although it's clearly not the Canadian rapper, social media is currently debating that if it could be believable under the right circumstances, enough drinks in your system, the lighting just dim enough, could it actually be Drake? And could he actually fool people if the mood was just right. I look like Drake. Uh, <laughs> That's Drake, yo. That's not Drake. Look at his body. That's not Drake. Drake fluctuates, man. That... Can we run the video again? That is not Drake, Brandon. For real? I mean, I don't know if that's what the team. That looks like Drake, yo. It's that's not Drake. Drake. Can we run the video one more time, BC? Because Brandon has lost his mind. 
Man, like, could, may, maybe the dude on tour. That's not Drake. Is the standing, and this is the real Drake. Oh my god. Maybe it's the opposite. Why do why y'all put that face like that little girl? Drake. Drake. <laughs> okay, so Keon's in the studio with us, and Keon just said he's not gonna lie. Come to the mic, Keon. Come to the mic real quick. He said, "I'm not gonna lie. If I was drunk enough." I would believe that was Drizzy Drake performing on stage. Keon, you think that enough drinks in your system and you really like rapping along thinking that's Drake with a surprise performance at the club? I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you got to think like everybody is really vibing. There's not one person questioning him right now. Look at everybody in the crowd. Everybody's <laughs> rapping a song. Everybody's shots, probably six, nine shots deep in tequila. So... I mean, I would be rapping this all too. My eyes would probably be halfway closed anyway. So, <laughs> back mean, <yeah>. outside, boys. <laughs> um, Brandon, enough drinks in your system. Do you think that's Drake? Um, for sure. I wouldn't have been there. Oh, Brandon. Okay, you are there. Let's in this scenario, oh. <laughs> you're there. Enough drinks in your system. Do you think that's actually Drake? Nah. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been there. I'm telling you, though, because, like, if they be coming on stage at 2 to 3. I'm gone. At the, if I go out, if Let's I'm in Vegas. Let's say you were there. Let's say it was right, an early performance. You you are four shots. They, he would have got me. He he would have got he would have got me uh, for the first three minutes. And I'm like, I, now I'm starting to look like, yo, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got me, yo. I, and then I would probably like went behind stage like, yo, let's take a picture, bro. That was dope. I like that. It looked like the, he, you know, he know what he's doing, too. I would love to, you know, I, I got to see him. Maybe he can go on tour. He he can probably make a lot of money going on tour just as the fake Drake. If you paid to, if he went on tour and people actually people paid would. to see the fake Drake, that is so sad. Well, you, you know what we Why consume? would you pay to go watch the fake Drake? Why do we sit there on the TikTok watching these weirdos do things? I like... can do, yeah, but I can do that for, for free 99. I'm not paying for that. First of all, he's wearing a lace front. What do you mean he's wearing a he's lace wearing front? He's wearing a lace front. Like his cornrows is a lace front. No, it's not. Yes, you can't it even is. see that. No, it's not. It's Those super are real. lace front. Where he went wrong, where he went wrong is this. He should have went really baggy so he could tighten up, you know, the the, the mid what midline, whatever. What do they call it? Mid what? The waist, the midsection. Yeah, the waist, yeah. Yeah, he's hefty. Drake's not that big. Right, so he should have wore like a oversized tee and put on sneakers. I don't Maybe think he's Drake would ever wear wedding. those shoes. What are they, like they in Vegas or something? He's there on a wedding? I don't know, but I don't think Drake would ever wear those shoes. Or like a, what they call it? The um, um bachelor bachelor party? Listen, just be yourself, guy. It's okay. Just Drake? Drake! Drake, that was good. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. <laughs> 
Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart Pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Um, all right, moving on. Thursday night football goes down tonight, 8.25 p.m. The Eagles and the Vikings will face off. Now, currently, Philadelphia is a seven-point favorite, while the over-under of total number of points, Vegas thinks it is going to be 49. So that is what the latest odds are for this matchup. Now, last season, the Vikings went to Philadelphia in week two for a primetime game and got thoroughly outplayed by the eventual NFC champions in a 24-7 loss. So they are looking for revenge in this game. Brandon, how do you think this one's going to play out? Um, I think the Eagles win. The Eagles weren't happy, Ashley, with their performance last week. Um, they felt like they were slow, they were sluggish, and that's when Coach came out. Nick Sirianni came out and said, man, I, I'm rethinking things already for next year. Right, Jalen Hurts didn't get any snaps. A bunch of starters didn't get any snaps. So I, I, I think this team is a like. There's some, there's some locker rooms you can look at as like, man, they don't have the leadership, or they may be immature, they may be too young. But when I look at this team, how they're uh, uh, constructed, this team has leadership and they have true pros, guys that's going to come in and do it right. And so they're the ones that can look at the film make the corrections, and get it done the next week. So I think that this game will be a good game, but I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Eagles. And, um, and then the Vikings, it's like, you talking about Drake, Baker, Baker, <laughs> y'all let Baker beat you? Like, how y'all do that, right? So Baker Mayfield, you know, maybe Baker Mayfield's having that Geno Smith-type moment where he's going to revitalize his career and he's going to, you know, shock the world with the Tampa Bay Bucks. But, you know, you expected more in week one out of the Minnesota Vikings. What they did, uh, that was a huge letdown. Like, you know, Kirk Cousins allegedly, uh, you know, and, and the Vikings are supposed to be working on a contract. If I'm the Vikings, I'm, look, I'm, I'm like, uh, slow down. Slow down. Put the pins down right now. Put the pins down right now. This is what everybody's talking about. You're week one against the 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 the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Name me no outside of Mike Evans. Name me five people that y'all know of, right? So come on, man. Like, you know, Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins. And if I was on Kirk Cousins' team, I would be standing up and saying, like, no, sign a guy, sign a guy, because it's hard to find someone different. But, man, you got to be getting frustrated when you have a letdown like this. The really good teams start off the right way. They find a way. And now they're 0-1. So um, I'm excited about tonight, Ashley. Um, I will be watching. You know, you said that the 49 points. I'll take, I'll take the under. Vegas has total points being 49. I'll take the under. Ooh. I'll take the under here. I'll take the under. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, no, no. The Vikings were terrible on defense last year. Minnesota. See the minute, and then Philly was really good. Damn, this is a tough one. Vikings was terrible. Philly, they're they got simple football. Um, I'm taking the under. 
Okay. I'm taking an under here. So it's 49 and a half, you said? 49 even. Okay. I'm taking an under. All right. Well, listen, key to the game for the Philadelphia Eagles to win this one, pull this one out. What is the biggest key for you? They got big plays. Big plays. Because what I just said was um, simple football. Uh You know I love the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Keep it simple, stupid. Right? And And what I mean by that is. There's 11 guys on the defense, right? 11 guys on the defense, and all you got to do is look at the box. If there's eight guys in a box, and what the box is, is like the defensive line to the linebackers, and that safety comes down, and he gets right there by the defensive end or a linebacker, and you see one-on-one outside, throw the damn ball. Mm. And it's simple. We don't need to do the trick em dick em stuff. Just throw it up to your playmakers and let them make the play, right? And that's what they did last year. Jalen Hurts was on point. Um, the wide receivers turned those 50-50 balls into 80-20 balls. Um, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing there. And then the running game got to get going. Remember, this is a team that can uh, gash you for two, 300 yards on the ground because you got a quarterback that can go to, and he can also throw for three, 400 yards any given Sunday. Um, defensively, they know who they are, uh, but the Minnesota Vikings, they got to find a way to – put together a complete game. Justin Jefferson went for like 100-something yards, uh, 10 catches or eight catches or something crazy in the first half, and then the second half maybe had one or two catches for 10 yards. He was super frustrated. Um, You got to find a way. Again, it's going to be tough. So keys to victory, uh, the Minnesota Vikings eliminate the big plays. Philadelphia Eagles uh, find a way to have six explosives. Explosives are 16-plus yards. And key to the game for the Vikings to pull one out if they want to go ahead and upset the Eagles, who, like I said, are the favorites going into this matchup. Eliminate the big plays and Kirk Cousins. Um, Kirk Cousins. So it's all about big plays. So el- eliminate the big plays because I, you know, and I know that's, that that seemed one sided when I said that um, because Philadelphia Eagles to me have the edge. They're the better team. Right. And the way to beat them is, you know, you just got to go toe to toe with them. And then Kirk Cousins have to protect the ball and he has to make big plays. It's as simple as that. Like Kirk Cousins is the type of guy to keep you on schedule. Kirk Cousins is the type of guy that's going to move the sticks. Kirk Cousins is that person that's going to be super consistent. Now, what Kirk Cousins sometimes fail his team is in those moments where it's like, yo, I got to have it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Aaron Rodgers, it's third and 16. We talked about this earlier. It's third and 16, and all of my guys are covered. I get out of the pocket. Dude grabs my leg. I find a way to get out of it, and then I run to pick up the first down. Like, can Kirk's cousin make that play? Can Kirk Cousins stay up, keep his eyes down the field, find Justin Jefferson, find uh, K.J. Osborne? Can he do that, right? Yeah. That's what we want to see. We shall see. Listen, Thursday Night Football goes down 825 on Amazon. Amazon. Um, Amazon. Amazon finally has their Thursday Night Football. Remember the first Thursday Night Football of the game go, of so the So I'm not going to be able to watch. You don't have Amazon? Can I use your Amazon? I don't think it works like that, Brandon. I think Amazon's on their Netflix shiz where it's like you can't share the... It's not? Okay. So how do I... What do we got to cool. do? Cool. You, you have Amazon. How do you buy stuff? I don't use Amazon. Yeah, I, you don't yeah. use Amazon. I text Kelly. Yeah, I text Kelly. Text you don't have, Kelly. I need new underwear. You don't have <laughs> Kelly. An, Kelly. You don't have an Amazon account for real. I have no Amazon account. I have no Starbucks account. Wow. I like all this stuff, Uber Eats. I have no Uber. I have Uber. Well, if you have Uber, you have Uber Eats. 
really? connected. It's yes. connected. Oh, they did connect last year because I did a, a read on this show. It's like Uber Eats now. You can download one app and you get Uber Eats and Uber all in one app. <laughs> Use the discount below to apply. <laughs> uh, well then, <laughs> listen. Um, going back to a story that we mentioned in our uh, news of the day about the hot mic. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six hot mic. minutes ago, Trayvon Diggs, Stefan Diggs' little brother, didn't had something to say about that, and he said, "Tuh." They turn on you so quick. Gotta get bro somewhere safe. So mm. he is vouching Whoa. for his brother to get Mobile out one. of Buffalo and get somewhere safe. You know what's safe, Trayvon? Dallas. Yo. Trey just, just gave saying. us too much tea. No, Trey just gave us too much tea. We've been asking. Like, hey, 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 hey. We've been asking Ashley, what's going on in Buffalo? What's going on in Buffalo? And then Trey say something like that. He just telling us like, hey, October 15th, when's the trade deadline? Uh-huh. You might see some movement. You know what's super safe and has no state tax? Dallas. Ain't nobody going. They got the receivers. CD Lamb. You got the Archer. And then what's the and Gallup? Y'all don't need nothing. Y'all good. What I need and what I'll get are two different Too things. Too much money. You know y'all can't saying? afford it. Y'all still got to pay uh, Parsons and y'all got to pay Dak. <sighs> like I said. <laughs> What'd he say? What did you say? I almost been on my He said, that gotta go. What? Trayvon, Why'd you say that? Like, Stephon Diggs about? loves the Dallas Cowboys. Just want to put that out there. Stephon Diggs is going to New York to the Giants. Think about it. Think Why about it. Why would you wish that on him? It ain't wish, him, wish it on him. Danny Dimes. Like, he's Yuck. a type. This dude makes quarterbacks better. Danny Dimes need a guy like Stephon Diggs. Him, Saquon Barkley, the defense, last year they were great. I think they're going to get back on track. They got one of the best uh, uh, defensive lines in the business. This is a good move. And then also you got to understand the the phase of his career he's in. I want to win the Super Bowl. I'm still trying to be top five. But I also got to find a way to get this fashion brand going and popping. He's trying to go to New York. That's where he's going to go. No other team. He's going to New York. Stephon Diggs is going to New York. And, and Steph, everybody, I, I haven't talked to Steph. Steph, don't go out there and do Stephen A. Smith on me. Like, I don't know. Everything's good in Buffalo. All right, I don't want no smoke, no beef. This is just me, Steph. Diggs family, Mama Diggs, this is just me with my and my little quirkiness predicting that Stephon Diggs is going to New York. Okay, that's just me sitting here with Ashley Nicole Moss. Ashley said it. <laughs> Ashley stopped on you on the bus. I said Dallas. I'm sorry. I know, but I'm just saying, every time I say something, you know, people be getting mad I said at Dallas, me. and I stand by Dallas. I'm not going cha- to shy away from it. Think tell about them, it. Tell them I think said it, it, it Stefan. You don't think that's a tell better situation? Huh? You, don't think, you don't think, take your Cowboys hat off. No. I think, because I'll tell you why, from a media market standpoint, sure, I think it's better. In terms of a career, I don't, I I consider it going down a little bit in terms of the team. Buffalo's a better team. Let's call it what it is. They have a better quarterback. They're a better team. Although the Giants are in a better market, they're not a better team. He wants to go. To, I would I would think if he could have it his way, he would like to go to a team that not only has a spotlight, 
but also has a team that can win. That's not the New York Giants. That is the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just saying. People hey, listen, can, I, people I like can the say, Cowboys Cowboys. People, people can go ahead and throw shade at the Cowboys all they want. They're a better team than the Giants. We 40 dubbed them on Sunday Night Football. They have a better defense, a better offense. There's no brighter spotlight than the Dallas Cowboys. Why would you leave a team that has the possibility of going to the playoffs, even though Josh Allen looked absolutely atrocious against the Jets? Why would you leave a team that has a possibility of going to a playoffs to a team that would be lucky to even get into the wild card? Mm. I wouldn't. That doesn't seem like us. That doesn't seem smart. You and why would you pass up an opportunity again? Most of you, richest team in the NFL, no brighter spotlight, a great defense, great offense, and your brother plays there. How does how do the Giants compete with that? The biggest media market, not in the country, not in football, but in the world. Stephon Diggs is trying to morph into a global fashion icon he's on gq keon throw the keon video up bro fashion weeks after the season he can do both throw the keon (laughs) in his fashion week every week for for stefan diggs in new york do it in dallas he's stefan diggs probably gonna live in soho you know him he gonna be in soho he might be in Brooklyn and Dumbo, nice little Brandon. penthouse. Look, he, Men's he's fashion on Vogue. What else has he is done? in the summer. A uh, Tommy Hilfiger. Like, Stephon Diggs is everywhere. Come on. New York makes sense. No. And then also you got Danny Dimes over there, Brian Day- Brian Dayball. Oh, my goodness. Just, who's the head coach? Who's the head coach? Did you just use Danny Dimes who, who, as a selling who's the, point? Who's the head Come coach on. of the New York Giants? It's oh Brian Dayball. Where God. was Brian Dayball before uh, 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 the New York Giants? Buffalo as the offensive coordinator. You don't think they got a great relationship? You don't think Brian Dayball's over here scheming up a plan, saying, oh, my goodness, the trade deadline's here to trade. I love Sterling Shepard. That's my brother. My brother's recovering from a few injuries. But guess what? They need a wide receiver. That's all they missing right now. Brady, you're not making any type of sense. You I just am. You just use Daniel Dimes. What I mean by Danny Daniel Dimes, Dimes as a selling no, point? No, I did not. Listen, 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 Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen, listen. Who's Linda? You never seen that video? Please find that video, please. <laughs> Woo. Find, uh, uh, I want to see the video, please, of uh, Keon No Brandon, Cap with Stefan Diggs. And then we want to see, uh, I get listen, it. Linda, listen, I Linda. I get it. You listen, are Linda. in love with New York. No, I'm just, agreeing can I, with can you. Can I explain my Danny Dimes I thing? agree with you. Hold on. I'm agreeing with you that the New York media market is great for what Stefan Diggs is trying to do outside of the realm of football. But if you're looking within the realm of football, the man still wants to win. Let's call it what he wants to win. It's the reason he's pissed off in Buffalo. It's the reason he was no, pissed off. No, it's not. One of the reasons he was pissed off in Buffalo or is pissed off in Buffalo. It was one of the reasons he was pissed off in Minnesota. The man wants to win. You do not win. You're not going to win on the Giants. I don't care not, what the market looks like. I disagree like. with you there. You I disagree think that with that you team there. is a team that's going yes, to win? Yes, listen. And, and, and Come on, First Brandon. off, I'm going to sound real crazy. I'm, gonna sound, I'm sounding crazy right now, okay? I'm sounding crazy right now, but everybody in week four, week five could, will look at this differently, right? Because oh they just lost God. 40 to zero, right? But if to you who? look at that game to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. But you cannot fall. Really good teams, teams that are coachable, they'll correct that. But you cannot drop. To the Dallas Cowboys 16-0 in the first quarter when it's rainy. 
You can't do that. Why? Because now you're in a passing situation in terrible conditions, and now you got that defensive front that can pin their ears back and just say, we're getting after the quarterback. And now, now you see it's the weather's Brown fault. It, it's all of that. All of that now plays into rain. it. So I promise you, you won't see the, the Giants get blown out like that again. Okay, and then the Danny Dimes thing is this. I'm not saying Danny Dimes is great, but what I am saying is, a quarter, Stephon Diggs, you got to put him in like that Antonio Bryant type uh, space. You got to put him in that uh, uh, Devontae Adams type space. What does what do I mean by that? They're not just script, script, script wide receivers. They they are make a play type wide receivers. So Danny Dimes, all he got to do is look out there and see. It's one-on-one in Diggs. Do, don't think. Just throw him the ball. He'll make the play. So it makes the game easier for Danny Dimes, and they need a wide receiver. So he, he he's able to do it with Kirk Cousins. He was able to do it with the other the quarterback that came in when they made that play, uh, the backup quarterback. So he'll be fine there. Let me let me just play. Let's just play a little game of of let's, of, let's play a little game of who's better at what. Okay, okay. just to go ahead and and do the. Uh, Pros and cons. All right, let's play. Let's do this. Better quarterback: Dak Prescott or Daniel Jones? Well, the people, the people, I'm the people, you. the people, the people, the people been on Dak. The I'm people. asking you. You better, asking me? I'm asking you. Better quarterback: Daniel Jones or well, Dak Prescott? I got. I got to go with the with the majority of saying the majority is not high on Dak Prescott. Brandon, you can't keep switching back and forth because you're. All right. Okay. 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 All right. Let's start over. Start over. Go. Better go. quarterback: Daniel Jones or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. Better offense: Dallas Cowboys or New Jersey Giants? <laughs> um. Dak, um, Cowboys or Cowboys, Giants? Cowboys. Okay, that's 2-0. Better defense, Giants or Cowboys? Cowboys. Okay, that's three. Better spotlight in terms of more national games, more attention in equal. the NFL. We're equal. N- we're not equal. Primetime games. Equal? Every team, every team can get up to five primetime games. I'm not talking market. I'm telling you. And I'm, I'm listen, talking. Prime t- you asked me primetime games. Every team can get up to five, no more than five primetime games. If you look at the Giants and Cowboys, they probably both have Who five. is the most talked about, most criticized, most talking point, most Cowboys for clicks? It is the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody is talking about the Giants the way they talk about the Dallas Cowboys. That is why the Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the the NFL. Let's call a spade a spade. I'm not knocking the New York markets better than Dallas. That I will give you a hundred percent. I will give you. <laughs> I will man. give you a hundred percent. But we're talking about the team in the NFL right. that has the biggest microscope on it. The answer is always the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so but here's my better thing. Head let coach. me put. Let me put. Go ahead. All right. Better head coach. Uh, Brian Dayball. Okay, I'll give you that. So right now we're four one. What team does Stefan's brother play for? That ain't fair. Dallas That's Cowboys. five one. Dallas what are the Cowboys. pros? What are the pros of the what are the pros of the Giants that the Cowboys do not have outside of the New York market? Which in the offseason, okay. Stephon Diggs will be in Paris walking runways. No, so no, fashion no. week is a non-factor. Stephon the Met Gala is Stephon in May. Diggs. He'll be free Let me for give that you some too. Advice. Okay. Let me give you some advice, Stephon Diggs. Okay. I hear you, Ashley. That I'm was just great. Saying. You got me. Like uh uh young Hing said. Brandon is exposed. Okay. Stephon right, wants a Super Bowl ring. He doesn't want a Metro card. <clears throat> Diggs, Just let me say. give you some advice. Someone who played in New York for both the Jets and Giants, this is a phenomenal space for you if you can find a way to get there before this October trade deadline. And, Steph, um, don't go to Manhattan. Go to Brooklyn, right? I like I like you in Dumbo. There's a beautiful place called One Main. The fifth, sixth floor, they got some penthouses. 
perfect for you. If you don't like that type of style and you want more of like what you probably like, because I, you know, Steph is a little bougie too, a little fancy. Okay, you want the valet, you want all of that. Go to the, the one hotel right next to it's called the Parent House. You can live right there. Beautiful townhomes, Stephon Diggs. Beautiful restaurants all around you. And you're right there on the water. You're going to see the Lady Liberty sitting right there. You're going to see the boats going back and forth. You're going to see the Freedom Tower. It's going to wake you. When you wake up, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm in the city. There's an energy in New York that make you want to go harder. Every day I was flying back from practice in Jersey and going over the skyline. It's like, yo, I got to go harder. I want to work harder. But then across the street from you, there's a building called uh uh the 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 panorama building they have so many so much like so many vac so much vacancy so many vacancies for office space it's time it's time for you to launch your brand the people been waiting stefan diggs so you come home from practice chopper i'm gonna set you up with the chopper you're gonna come home from practice boom and then you're gonna go walk across the street to your office your team is gonna be sitting there while you're working on fashion stefan diggs in a place in his career where he does want to win he wants his money and he wants to build his brand and there's no better place than the new york giants that can give him all of that ashley nicole moss there she goes <laughs> <laughs> Or you can go to a team that will win, go to a team that's more prime and ready to win a Super Bowl, and then come February, you can go to your Dumbo penthouse, walk across the street, do your fashion stuff, fly to Paris, do your fashion stuff, and 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 do it like that. You don't actually have to live there to do She's that. She's struggling. She's struggling. I'm I, winning. I, I I'm dissect. winning. You're not I'm winning. winning. Your I whole won. argument is to go to the Giants so you can launch a fashion brand. But what about winning? You know what's in his What head? about wins? You know what about Super Bowls? They, they, who, who won, who, who, who's been to the Super Bowl uh, re more recently? The what, Giants or the, the what Cowboys? What year is this? The Dallas or it's the Dallas Cowboys or, or the Giants. Let's move on. It's almost 2024. In 2023, the Giants got 40 pieced on Sunday night. They didn't score a field goal. With you Stephon want Stephon Diggs, Diggs to Stephon go Diggs, there? You think Stephon Diggs on that team would allow that to happen? How's that going to He would have threw his helmet down. Unless, he would have grabbed Danny Dimes. Unless, unless Stephon Diggs <laughs> planned on getting on, uh, playing offensive line. There wasn't a damn thing that he could do from getting Danny you Dimes, getting, they, stop him getting Stephon his bell Stephon Diggs would have had the team ready to go from the jump. He would have been the one Brandon, in the locker room saying, crazy. hey. crazy. He'd be better off going to the Jets before the Giants. No. For sure, no, he'd be better. I, no. The Giants no, are no, no, no. a dumpster I think it's fire. A perfect situation you need a quarterback before you can get a star wide receiver. Daniel Jones is not your guy. Let's and you do a paid vote. Can we do a poll? Nagin, can we put a poll out there? Let's chop this video up, going back and forth. See who wants want to debate and see where the. Let's see what the people want. Do you want Stephon Diggs in Dallas or do you want Stephon Diggs in New York? Okay. Moving on from one quarterback conversation somewhat quarterback conversation because we mentioned Daniel Johns, Daniel, whatever his name is. Then someone said Daniel Pennies. <laughs> yeah. What's half a penny? What is it? I don't know. What is half a penny? That's what he is. Um, <laughs> oh goodness. Moving on. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, he plays chess, not checkers. So Ooh. check this out. Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield revealed that he found out the Vikings defensive signals in the middle of their game against them in week one. Running back Rashad White told Bucks Radio that at halftime, the quarterback told the locker room, quote, 
I got it. We got all these signals. The full quote goes, we were in there talking as an offense, and he's like, I know all these signals. If they do this, they're going into cover two. If they do this, they're going into cover three. Every time I alert this and they do this signal, they're dropping back to this. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I was just listening to him, and we were listening to him, and we just kind of understood. Brandon, I mean... Baker Mayfield gets a lot of a lot of hate in the media and, and from NFL fans, but what do you make of this? This is kind of impressive. It's not impressive. Okay, I guess. I was I was trying Baker to throw Mayfield, you a bone, Baker. I was trying. Baker Mayfield <laughs> is showing us exactly why they imploded in Cleveland, right? Because the great quarterbacks, the really good quarterbacks, come into every single game knowing exactly what they're doing. Not at halftime, not, oh, look at their hand signals, right? There's... Back in the day, and I don't know if they, 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 they kind of cut this out, but you could study the broadcast film, right? Because you can hear the quarterbacks talking, checking, defensive coordinators doing certain things, hand signals, and, and, and so guys would put together clips to study that. But let's say that doesn't exist anymore. You know what does exist, Ashley? Can you hand me that newspaper, please? This is what exists. Every single week when we walk in on a Wednesday – we're handed this big old notebook, thrown on your desk, boom, here's the scouting report. Now, everyone in the organization, so these scouts that are out on the road that's trying to look for the next person, receiver, quarterback to replace their, the guys that they have, they're also a part of giving scout reports for you know the upcoming opponent. And they do this two, three, four weeks out. This player is an all-pro player. This is what all-pro means to us. This is what an all-star player means to us. This is what a, just a guy means to us. So you have you break down the personnel of the other team. You have all your coaches doing this as well. They have even consultants outside of the facility, the really good teams, the savvy teams, also breaking down uh, 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 teams. So you might – we're in week two. We're hitting the week two. There's some teams already in week five, week six, breaking down their opponent. So when you come in and you have this notebook and a book on all the personnel and then also on first down in the first quarter, they run this 80% of the time. Second and two to three, this is what they do 90% of the time. So as a quarterback, you're supposed to walk out there confident and comfortable knowing that in any given moment, you know, you know it. You're playing the game. You're talking about chess. It's all chess. Fourth quarter, two-minute drive. We're, we just got into the fringe area. They got to knock us out of red zone so we don't get this field goal. They're going all-out blitz. They're going all-out blitz. So you know now, now, boom, 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 you check. You just play fast. And so Baker Mayfield, this is great. This is great. Cool. It's cute. But you should already know all this going into a game. That's my response to that, Ashley Nicole Moss. Well, so not impressed. Not impressed. Not impressed. Brandon Marshall here, Ashley Nicole okay. Mars, Faction Talk Channel 103 here on YouTube. We have any uh, paper chases here. Chrissy O still here. Elephant. Have you seen Elephant here before? Elephant? I, I have, have no not. clue what Brandon is talking about. You've lost us. I know. I went in some deep, 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 deep football, right? So basically what we do when we walk into the locker room on Wednesday, we're breaking down first and second down. We're looking at play action football. On a Thursday, we start breaking down third down. So we break down the game into pieces every single week. So we don't just go out there and throw plays out there. We're saying this is what we see works on first down or second down, play action. On Thursdays, every team across the league is looking at third down and situational football. That's when you're implementing your two-minute drive. And then on Friday, it's called Fast Friday. 
play. And we're looking at red zone, fringe area, more uh, situational football, and we may uh, double down on third down again. So it's the game is broken down between uh, the days. So sorry if I lost you. Long Alex. story short, Brandon is not impressed. Not impressed. Sorry, not Baker. Impressed. We tried. Better luck next week. Um, the Steelers are going to feel this one. This one's got to hurt a little bit. 49ers left tackle Trent Williams said that the 49ers defense was dominating the Steelers offense so badly that he was hoping that the Steelers would eventually <laughs> do something so that he and the rest of the defense could get a break. This is per the San Francisco Chronicle. He said, quote, at one point, you just kind of wanted the Steelers to get a first down. There were all these three and outs, and we just we kind of needed a break. I mean, Brandon, if you're the offense, yeah, this got to hurt a little bit. I, I've seen, yeah, this is <laughs> this the, is a yeah, nice way of yeah. calling you trash. So basically. yeah, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> seriously, this is this is extremely funny. But I've seen this before. But it's usually on the other side. Like I've seen, you know, guys get mad at you know, their offense because their offense continues to go three out, three and out, and it's uh-huh. putting all the pressure on the defense. And they get upset. It's like, we're tired. Yeah. Just give us two just, just two, two drives. Extend two drives. So this is funny. Trent's a legend. What up, Trent? Um, Has this ever happened to you? Well, on the other end. Like, I've had – remember I was just earlier in the show? Uh-huh. Um, earlier in the show when I, uh, I said that we were talking about the reporters – and I said, uh, I, you know, Darrell Revis, we got into it and reported. But it, then I corrected myself. I said it was uh, Sheldon Richardson. That's mm-hmm. what happened. So when I came off to the sideline, you know, uh, Sheldon Richardson ran up to us, the offense, and he started cursing us out. And he's like, he's like, yo, y'all need to do y'all job. Y'all need to go. Now, all year, the defense been trash, okay? And so he runs up to us, the one game that they're playing well. Mm-hmm. So he's cussing us all out. And I'm like, bro, chill out, chill out, bro. We're going we to be okay. We, we'll mm-hmm. get it going. And he's like, no, we're paying you $10 million a year. You need to make a play, this and that. And so that's what happened, right, because it was the same situation. So I've been in those situations where the defense is upset because the offense isn't going. So, yes, it has happened to me. Well, damn. Yeah. Well, hopefully the Steelers do a little bit better next week or this upcoming week because that is not a good time. Well, listen, speaking of not a good time, uh, Colorado State head coach Jay Norville is not a fan of Deion Sanders, his swag and everything that the Colorado Buffaloes are apparently doing because – he had some words to say when recently being interviewed. Um, before we play the clip, here's one of the quotes. He said, quote, um, this is about uh, Deion Sanders' attire during media interviews via the clip we're going to go ahead and show you in a second. He said, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Okay. Oh, to say it again? Yeah. What happened? Colorado State. Okay, let's run this back for Brandon. He's sleep deprived, y'all. So just give us a break. Oh, I give saw that a... in the chat. Why do people say I'm sleepy? Do I look sleepy? You just, you know, you sleep deprived. Focus, focus. Okay, Here, okay. ready? Damn. Focus in. Are y'all seeing that? Colorado State <laughs> okay. head coach Jay Norville was right. on the Coaches Show, which is like a podcast, right. I guess, for college, and um, he spoke on Deion Sanders' attire during uh-huh. media interviews. 
And he said, quote, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Here's the whole conversation. Let's, Ooh, let's run this. this. I need to hear this. I sat down with the ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. <laughs> so, oh, oh, let me listen. That's the problem. You don't. This is why Dion is winning. <sighs> Dion is winning is that because y'all. That's like fighting words. You told about my mom, my mama now. Like now we gotta fight. That, like... that, 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 <laughs> listen, they they when they do this, mm-hmm. they're pushing Dion in the direction that he wants to go. That's the ammo. He's he's taking that clip and he's showing that when he sit in the living room of these kids. You see, this is how they think about us. This is how they look at us, right? This is how they approach us. He's using that in those interviews when he's with, he got the glasses on. Mm-hmm. That's his ammo. Y'all are, every time y'all do this, y'all are making Dion stronger. That's his juice. And that's why he's winning is because you guys aren't connecting with the the culture. 80% of football is what? Minority kids. And what are minority kids? They want to be like Dion. They want to wear the glasses. They want to wear the jewelry. They want to do that. They want to do the dance. (laughs) Dion Dion ain't here to appease you. Dion is not here. Okay, to make you feel comfortable. Dion is here to win a championship and do something legendary. So he's not speaking to you when he's up there on his desk. He's speaking to all those kids that's watching him and saying, damn, do I go to Colorado or do I go to USC? Do I go to Colorado or do I go to Florida? Do I go to Colorado or do I go to Alabama? When it's all said and done, I'm telling y'all right this. I said this yesterday. And, and, I, and Ashton, let me correct myself. I said he can go down as one of the most legend, the, the, the best college football coach if he stays. Mm-hmm. He probably won't because you got to think about it. You know, I, I, I mean, unless he played, what, it coaches in 30, 20, 30 years, I don't mm-hmm. see Dion coaching for 20, 30 years. If he stays there, he's going to probably have the biggest impact in college football that we've ever seen. Bigger than Bill, uh, 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 Bear Bryant, bigger than uh, Nick Saban, uh, Steve Spurrier, like all those guys. Bobby Bowden. He's him. Deion Sanders, this is scary. Uh, we didn't get to this yesterday, Ashley. Sorry that I went on this rant, but, you know, you always give me grace. So thank you. Thank Go you. Ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, listen. Uh, well, I, I want to say that I, yesterday, what what other player, former player, can do what Dion did? Like, I'm looking. I was like, is Ray Lewis on that list maybe in his own way? Is maybe. there any any NFL player, current or former, that could have this type, that have this type of flair, this type of IQ, personality to do what Dion did. Because to me, it's all about personality. All I know is, listen. One of my favorite sayings is, uh, "Don't be the next contestant on that Summer Jam screen." You know where that's from? Mm. You know where that's from? No. It's a famous Jay Z line from Takeover. Okay. And basically, it just means when you're on the Summer Jam screen. If you've ever been a Summer Jam in in New York. Uh, it's just high definition. Everyone can see it. it's a giant screen. And basically he was saying it as a diss. And basically that means don't let your mouth write a check your ass can't cash. You out here talking crazy about the glasses and the swag. You sound like a hater. But what's even worse is that you're going to go ahead and look extra crazy right. on Saturday. Because you and I both know Colorado State is not going to hold a candle to what Dion's got planned for them boys. So... It's just kind of crazy about how you go ahead and you talk all this big stuff and whatever, whatever, and you're not going to be able to perform. Let's call a spade a spade. He is going to look crazy on Saturday. 
Ashley. And that's the worst part of it. I hate when people do this. Like, if you want to talk trash and you want to go ahead and, and just, like, you know, throw jabs or whatever, one, you better make sure you're the better opponent because you're not. Right. And two is if you were going to go ahead and say something like this, you probably would have just probably should have saved it until after you won because now what's going to happen is that's in 4K. You got caught hating in 4K. Whoever was around you clapping like, yeah, you made a point. Those are yes, man. What you said was not that funny. It wasn't that impressive. It wasn't even that uh, creative. Oh, glasses. My mother taught me better than that. Okay, whatever. Just say you don't have any they're, swag. They're That's school. cool. Just say you don't have any swag. That's cool. But now you're going to look extra crazy when you lose. Right. And I, I can't I, wait. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why all these coaches and and, 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 you know, talking heads feel like they need to say something to, about Dion. It's like, this is crazy. It really is the biggest story in sports right now. Mm-hmm. But it's bigger than the NFL, anything in the NFL. It's bigger than that. The NBA, obviously nothing's going on there. Even like the, the, like the betting world, there's been more people placing bets on Colorado than anything else in sports. Ashley, if you go to ESPN.com right now and you scroll down just a half a page, there's an article written. Literally, they wrote an article that says, what do other coaches think of Colorado? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not talking about football. We're not talking about X's and O's. We're not talking about, um, you know, rankings or the Heisman candidates' positions. We're talking about how they feel about Dion. Dion is pissing a lot of people off right now. Yeah, they, they, one of my favorite things that Ply says is when he goes, you mad. You Crimin. bad. <laughs> There's a lot of things Plaza Now, Plaza's like, a funny dude. Bit. <laughs> bit. Bit. But one of my favorite things, he goes, you mad? You big mad. Like, <laughs> it's like, why are you, like, you know how mad you have to right. be to attack somebody wearing sunglasses? Man, I know. That's terrible. Dude, that's like, like, come on. What, how old are we? Like, you know how mad you have to be Go, to pick that out of everything you could say about a person? Well, I'm you glad picking out the fact they're wearing sunglasses? I'm glad you didn't get mad at me when I called uh, you Linda. Do we have that video? I don't uh, know who Linda, Linda, Linda is. I know. I want to show you this video. People in the chat know. Listen, Linda. Listen. They have it. Listen, Linda. Listen. They don't have it. Oh, man, it's online. It's like it was a little kid talking to his mom. His mom was, like, trying to give him food. Yeah, and he looked at his his mom went, listen. He's like, listen, Linda, listen, Linda. I'm going to show it to you after the show. Do we have the key on video? Let's see the key on video because we're just debating. We're going to go back here, okay? We're not going to uh, we're not going to beat this dead horse, but I do want to show love to Keon, and, and, and this is uh, uh, why I believe Stefan Diggs uh, will go uh, to New York. So, uh, what you wearing? Tommy Hilfiger. What are you wearing? Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. I'm wearing Tommy Hilfiger tonight at the Met. Mm. Oh, 
Oh, no cap, baby. Absolutely, come over here. Come over here, no cap. sick video. But uh, Man, that's in New Keon, York. Where is it at? Keon, Keon. It's, Ooh, it's, take the seat. Boy, it's in snack, New York. Boy. It is in New York, the Metropolitan Museum. But oh, Keon, to, to go ahead and put a XA on Brandon's point, what month was that in? Uh, that was in February, I believe. No, February the Met isn't. It, don't, it the don't Met, matter. It was in New Met York. The Met is the first Monday in May. And uh, last time I checked, May is not football season, is it? Or is it not? I mean, it's not football season. No, that's that's sure. what I thought. So if you played in if you played in Dallas, could you be at the Met in May? Don't I matter. believe you could be. There's no. He can make the Met every day. You there's Met. The Met is one Monday in May, Brandon. There's one Met Gala. There's yeah. one. You snapped though. My God, you did. That was, was incredible. That was a great video. Tell us again. Um. The, the inspiration was uh i mean it was just i don't even know how to describe it was just it. vibes honestly it was just the the met gala situation was mad crazy mm-hmm. and i think i told you but i accidentally stepped on tiana taylor's dress. Taylor's dress did she fight you nah her assistant wanted to like you know start a big scene but i kind of i had a hoodie on so i just like kept pushing. <laughs> but um no nah, it was honestly it was just like the rooms were really small um yeah, the Met's it very... wasn't Everything was super compact. There was too many people, like, within the vicinity. You walk out, like, that one scene of, like, him standing there in front of the hotel with all the camera. Like, I walked out, and, like, the camera people were yelling at me, like, get the F out the way. No, it's very hectic. So it was um, just, like, that's why I was in the corner. I had to, like, hold my camera all the way up in the air so I could be able to get that shot. So no, it it's just, super hectic. It's just it. the traffic's insane. There's so many people. It's it's a very hectic, hectic. Look, DF in the uh, chat, I see you. You were rocking with me. He said he got to go to New York with that brand. Crazy. No, he Crazy. don't. You know why? Because people like... George Clooney go to the Met Gala. No, nah, but I will. I will say that uh, nobody, nobody who just be, Leonardo DiCaprio goes to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. He doesn't live in New York. No, nah, I think uh, I think Stefan in New York would. It's like fitting his style, you know. But so. he wants to. You guys are missing the point. Yes, he it fits. He wants to win. He's he not going to win there. I, mean, I know Stefan. Everybody wants to win he the Super wants Bowl, to win. but Stefan really wants a chip. So. If you can win a chip. And then be in New York the entire offseason, then Paris for Men's Fashion Week, and then the Met Gala in May. Why would you not take the best of both worlds, guys? You know, he can do it in Buffalo. I mean. Now you wallin'. (laughs) He can. He can. Buffalo? I mean. Buffalo? Buffalo Bills? (laughs) Buffalo don't even got a freaking. You think they can't win a chip, bro? They don't even got a Komodo in Buffalo. Like, it's. Oh, win a chip? Yeah. No, not, not this year. They better. They're better suited to win a chip than the Giants are. But you, better than both of them is Dallas. You I know mean, what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? And his brother's there. Think yeah. of the think of the promos. Think of the commercials they could do if you had both Diggs brothers in Dallas. Think about that. Think of the marketing of it. You could do Lay's commercials, Pepsi commercials. You have both Diggs brothers. You could they do Campbell Soup commercials, both Diggs brothers. When he was laying, sitting on there. Oh, yeah. Do you have the Vogue video? Uh, I'm talking here. Yeah, the Vogue video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the the commercial aspect, the marketing, if you had both Diggs brothers in Dallas, would be insane. Think yeah. of the commercials, guys. Think of the well, look at this commercial. Look at this commercial, and he can do this walking out of his uh, apartment in Dumbo. You can't even tell where this is. I gotta say, this is one of my hardest shoots in the world because all stuff on there is like the same material.
Stuff on digs. Now think about think <laughs> now think about it. Now think about it. Think about that that audio in the back, but it says Super Bowl champion. Oh Stephon Diggs. <laughs> and he's in the Vogue. And he's in the thing. And maybe there's a shot Keon gets. He zooms in and he holds up his Super Bowl ring. And then his brother pops in randomly and he holds up his Super Bowl ring. Just think about that. Listen, think listen, about that. I'll marketing. say this. I'll say this. You think, know about, how I feel. think about having the Diggs. It will be dope. Think about I having the Diggs brothers on a billboard. Listen, together. no, no, Super no. Brothers, Ashley, Super I get Bowl it. champions. Come I, on. I get think it, of the Ashley. marketing. I get it, but here's what I would say. You know how I feel. As long as no cap shooting them in that Super Bowl moment, we win. You know what I'm saying? That bro, well, snap. Who's Keon, better than Keon right want, now? Who's better than Keon right now? If you want a right Super Bowl win, he's going to Dallas. Uh, he's listen. That's not a bad move, but you got to look at how to from a football standpoint. I'm talking about pure football. Dallas does make sense, but you have. A lot of money already at the wide receiver position. You move you, people. You're paying, you have a franchise. You can. You can do that. Everybody but you got to look at uh, Micah Parsons you got to pay. You got to pay Dak Prescott. Like, y'all got to make decisions. In New York, Ashley, they play really good defense. Look at what, how that defense played last year. You have Saquon Barkley. And you also have a quarterback that can play well with this guy. So I, I like it from a po- football perspective. I like uh, Brian Dayball and Diggs' relationship. They were in Buffalo together. They had a lot of success together. This can work. This can work. And there's no layup. You know, I picked the Dallas Cowboys uh, to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So I'm with you there. But that's just predictions. Anything can happen. Brandon, the chat says Anything who you're trying to convince, yourself or Stefan? Because... I would love to see Stephon Diggs in New York. They said I think if you want your mans him. to win a ring, he should need, he needs to go to Dallas. All right. I, we, I'm going to say this and then we can move on because I'm going to clip it, boom, 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 and I'll put it out there and let the universe do its thing. I would love to see Stephon Diggs in New York. It's great football for him with Brian Dayball and their relationship, relationship and also because of this fashion video. Boom. Bam. All I'm right, moving that. on. Bang, bang, bang. not going to argue the obvious here. Um... <laughs> Bet Online has some shade for the Clippers. They, as we mentioned earlier in the show, the NBA's new load management rule means you cannot rest two star players in the same game. And um, <laughs> the Clippers are the favorites to receive the league's first fine for resting players, a.k.a. breaking this rule. Um, That's shady, but it's probably the most feasible. Brandon, do right. you- <laughs> That's messed up. Damn, the Clippers can't catch a break. I mean, honestly, like the, they really, they really hate them. Right. Um, I mean, it is, it is probably the most likely though. If we, if we just think about history and, and things like that. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think things are going to be different here. Ashley, definitely funny. You know, this was an easy one for them to take a shot at the Clippers, but you know, I'm listening to coach and coach is saying, look, I sat down with my guys. I sat down with Kawhi and said, listen, if we really want to be good and we want to get over this hump, we got to play. Mm-hmm. Right. So coach uh, uh, Lou has set the tempo this offseason. Will Kawhi miss some time? Absolutely. But I 
Don't sleep on the Clippers. Don't sleep on the Clippers. Then they, they, they brought Russell Westbrook back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Like I, I don't sleep on the Clippers. Don't sleep on the Clippers. That's all I would say. Bet the Clippers. Whatever this platform is, bet who? What are they called? Bet online. I'm gonna go and bet online. They're gonna give me a big bag because I'm gonna put my bread on the Clippers. Well, to do something big, because I picked the uh the Suns. Didn't I in their two early predictions? Didn't I pick you the were Suns? a Suns fan this year, remember? Yeah, we gotta figure this out. We will we will talk NBA here in the next month or so. Our the early predictions. I, I'm not I don't know, Ashley. I you know, I, I'm not going with any team right now. You know, I like the I, I like the Suns. I like the Clippers, especially from a betting standpoint. I can I can rock with the Suns to win it, but I can also put money on uh, uh, the Clippers. And hell, I just collect my check at the end. All right. Well, some other news. We have some more time. We've run through our whole show, so we're gonna have some fun. We have five minutes. Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Um, introduces a new private likes feature for all those spicy likes you want to hide from your timeline. You can now hide them using the hide likes tab. So if you, um, (laughs) if you've been on Twitter, you know that there's been some people who've gotten in trouble from Doc Rivers to, uh, Trayvon Diggs to some other people for the things that they like right. on social media, but no more because Elon Musk says you can like what you like and no one has to know. So um, I guess this is good, right? Wow. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to. I Musk? don't want to say what people have been liking, but like things they, people have been liking things. Um, what is wrong with Elon Musk? <sighs> He he's down for the people. Okay, I guess he wants he wants the people to be able to like what they like without feeling shame. You know, what's going on? Because I'm never on Twitter like that. People like um, X. People like me. um, <laughs> what? Say it. People like things, certain videos and stuff on Twitter. And why can't you do that? Because your likes are public so if you like a video on twitter it'll show on, up on your followers timelines <sighs> and it will say brandon marshall liked uh, and it's a video of whatever you liked or a photo of whatever you oh, like I'm so i know it now this okay. is this is um hiding the likes for people oh that's good that's good i like that <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> i'm glad no i no i'm never when it's something little you know what i mean borderline I ain't liking it. <laughs> what do you mean I borderline? Look. I mean, if something that, you know, you just got to look and keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to look and keep on moving. <laughs> hey, hold on real quick. Um, Ashley, this is the uh, Hey Linda video. Let's check this what? video out. Can we throw the Linda video? Check this out, Ashley. Yeah. But I have to yell at you guys. Linda. You never seen that before. I think I have seen. It. I think I, but you know it's, what? I think I've only seen like the photo. Oh, not it's the so video. old. Well, so you, you haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen the photo. Listen, Linda. That's, listen. that's what that's, I'm gonna start doing to you. Listen, Ashley. Listen, Ashley. Stop cutting me off too. Don't cut me off uh, Monday, okay? I'm not cutting you off. It's but a you lot gotta, of football. Gotta... Don't cut me off when the uh, Cowboys lose to who? Who they playing? The Jets. They won't. Oh, speaking What's of the Thursday. Bet? What's the bet? Oh, I told to be you. Betting. It's mayonnaise in your coffee. No, I can't do that one. Come on now. Do well, you, else. I gave you a, a two days to come up with a bet. 
and you didn't come up with it. So that's the bet that we're doing. That's what the chat. Uh, I got. I, here's the that's bet. What here's the, chat the bet. Wants. Here's what I want. It has to be something we can do on the show. I'll do that. I'll do that. All right. What you have to do, if if. <laughs> <laughs> go through each other's DMs. You're wild. Uh, what you have to do if, if the Jets win, I want 20 push-ups on the table. What? On the table, I want 20 How push-ups. How do I know this is going to even hold me? Because I built it. You, you're, you're 75 pounds. <laughs> I'm not 75. <laughs> 70. How much you No, are? because that's not fair. Because if you do that, that's like, no. We no, gotta... I'll do the mayonnaise thing. I'll do mayonnaise okay, in my so coffee. Okay, so if the Jets lose, no, if the if the Cowboys lose, I'll do the mayonnaise thing too. No, because you want that. You like mayonnaise. No, I mayonnaise. don't. You think you, that, like you think mayonnaise. I want to drink mayonnaise you, in my coffee? Do you coffee? put mayonnaise on food? Putting mayonnaise on a sandwich do you put, and drinking yes or no, it are yes two no. totally do you different put, things. Do you do you like mayonnaise? I only put it on sandwiches. Okay, I don't like mayonnaise. I can't even. I don't that, like mayonnaise in my coffee. Smelling it makes me. I like ketchup on my fries. I wouldn't yeah, like but it in if my you, coffee. That's like I can, I can like if I like ketchup and I can put, I can, I can get nah, through a cup of coffee with ketchup. I can Okay, so Cowboys win. I want twenty pushups. Twenty on the table. pushups on the table. I don't know if this can hold me though. Can it be girl pushups? What's that to do with and, my weight? And, and you got to do it in my my Jets jersey. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. That's what I want. You have to wear my Jets jersey the whole show. Okay. If I, yeah, I like that one. Okay. You'll forget the push-ups. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have to wear a Jets jersey the whole show. And, and if the Cowboys the... win, you have to drink coffee with mayonnaise in it. Yes, I'll do that. Okay, God, shake I mean, on it. A half a cup. A half a cup of coffee with mayonnaise in it. I have to wear a Jets jersey the whole J-E-T-S, show. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Should we make him wear a Cowboys jersey while he does it? I don't know if my Cowboys jerseys would fit him, though. That's right. the only thing. So, yeah, mayonnaise in your coffee. And you're wearing my... You're, and I'm you're doing a whole photo. No, hold on. Time out. I'm adding to it. Key on. Bring the step and repeat. She got to do a whole photo shoot in my Jets jersey. Okay, yeah. so then I'm yeah. going gonna to bring a Cowboys hat. Brandon has to wear the Cowboys hat as he drinks the half a cup of coffee with mayonnaise. Yeah. And it has to be filmed. Uh, 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 let's go. And I will do a photo shoot in a Jets jersey let's go. if the Jets... Um, beat the Cowboys. So that is the bet. We have the video evidence of it. Okay, now you've lost your mind, Keon. Um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So we will be back on Monday. Are we you, at Brandstorm Monday? You don't want to miss this because this is going to be hectic. Whoever loses has one hell of a bet on their hands. And um, it's going to be this guy. So you don't want to miss him drinking half a cup of coffee. Mm with mayonnaise that does it for this week of paper route faction talk 103 series xm if you're listening to us on the radio um yeah it's it's been a good week good week let's get some sleep let's get some sleep and do it again next week okay bye guys the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.